Good morning, International Christian Fellowship International. This is Pastor Jennifer, and I want to welcome you to our online service today. It's spring, and that means new life, new growth. God wants to bloom something new in your life. He's going to bring those dreams to life. So as you lean into the service, I want you to enter into worship with our Bridge worship team. I want you to listen to the message, and I want you to take notes. So quick, grab a pen and paper, get ready to take some notes, because the Lord is going to speak to you today. Enjoy the service. You know, this morning we are continuing our message on being completely forgiven. And you see that that shows that the chains are broken. Amen? That's what baptism represented this morning. And so I want you to follow with me in Colossians chapter 3 as, I, as we really understand what the scripture is telling us about our new life in Christ. It says, since then, you have been risen with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. I'm going to have to go to my notes, sorry. When Christ who is your life, I'm on verse 4, when Christ who is your life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever bring, belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways. In the life you once lived, but now you must also rid yourselves of all such things like anger and rage, malice and slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other since you have taken off your old self with its old practices and have put on the new self with, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of our creator." Verse 11, here there is no Gentile or Jew, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free, but Christ is all and is all in all. Therefore, as God's chosen people, can you say chosen? You're chosen. You're chosen by God today. As God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity. You know, as we have always done in this church, we have a history of taking a prayer retreat in late August, September of the previous year and asking God to give us a theme for the year, which is complete, amen? We're complete in Jesus Christ. And then a theme for each month. And it was last August that I took that time to say to the Lord, what would you be saying to us in May? 
And I knew that he wanted us to know that we are completely forgiven. How beautiful to have water baptism on the month that we're focusing on being completely forgiven. And so I've been praying about these messages, and I'm excited about last week, and I'm excited about this week, and I'm really excited about next week, because I believe the Lord wants to do some real powerful life change in your heart. He knows the things that no one else knows. He knows the circumstances that you face on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. And I've been praying that God would renew your heart. That you came here for such a time as this today to see some beautiful people saying, I want to be fully immersed in the love of Jesus. And then to know that God knows that thing that may be weighing you down and he wants to lift it off of your life today. I have three points today. The first one is forgiveness equals freedom. Say freedom. I'm glad the online campus is with us and you can type in the chat freedom. I get so excited when I think about the ones who found us online and then found us here. You see, if I don't forgive, I can't be free. If Jesus didn't forgive me, I can't be free. Jesus went to that cross and came out of that empty tomb so that you and I could be forgiven. That means nothing holding me back from God's very best in my life. Forgiveness equals freedom. And it is something that goes around in my life through me and to me and for me and through you and to you. The second one is that faith and forgiveness bring healing to us no matter who we are, no matter where we are. Faith and forgiveness. So it's not enough to say, I believe. A lot of people believe, but they don't do anything with the belief. Amen? It means that I have to put my faith with the forgiveness so that I have healing. I don't know about you, but I've seen people that have faith, but they do not operate in forgiveness. They've been deeply wounded, and they're hurt and they're angry, and they're bitter, and they think it doesn't affect their walk with Jesus because they love Jesus, but we live with people. And if we don't love people, the Bible says if we don't know love, if we don't give love, we're not of God. And so this morning, I know this might not be an amen message, but I know it's going to be a God, you healed my heart day. I've been praying that for you. Faith and forgiveness will bring healing to your life. And third one is forgiveness recognizes pain and acknowledges God's divine ability to heal that pain. I want to say that again. So when Jesus came to forgive me, he knew that there would be some pains in my life, maybe a pain of the past, maybe the pain of mistakes I made, or the pain of mistakes that someone made against me or against you. But forgiveness doesn't say there is no pain or get over it. Forgiveness says, I recognize the pain, and I also acknowledge that only God has this divine ability 
to heal that inside of me where truly I can tell you it doesn't hurt anymore, that it's whole and it's well and there's health and vitality there. You know, sometimes I think we have this what-if mentality. What if that wouldn't have happened to me? What if they wouldn't have treated me this way? What if I had been born in a different family or a different continent or a different uh, time period in this world? But those what-ifs will sink you if you're not careful. So what we have to focus on is what is. And what is is that Jesus and his love and his grace, somebody say amen, and his mercy is way bigger than anything that comes to block your victory. So in case, you know, when I was going through some things with my oldest daughter, and there was a lot of people that should have protected her that didn't, some of you know the story, I was reading the Bible, because reading the Bible is very important. Uh. Reading the Bible is very important. It's God's word. It's like, you know, when you're really frustrated, you go and talk to somebody. So I would get my Bible in many different versions, and I would say, okay, Father, we're going to have a talk. I need to understand why did these people act like this? How did this happen to my daughter? But you know what I did? I didn't want to read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels, at that period. Because that's all about Jesus. And I was saying, but I'm not Jesus. So I can't be like Jesus. So I said, Lord, let me read Acts and Romans. I want to see what happened after Jesus went to heaven and the Holy Spirit came. Tell me, how did those people that stayed on the earth, how did they function? How did they operate? Well, in Acts chapter 6 and 7, we find the story of Stephen. I want you to understand that Stephen was a godly man who preached the gospel fearlessly. You know, Pastor Rick used to say a lot, it rains on the just and the unjust. You know, it's not like you're going to, I'm sorry to tell you ladies, but just because you got baptized, there's probably going to be some other days that are a little bit difficult. But he's with you, and his love and mercy is going to flow with you. So Stephen was this godly man who served God fearlessly. But some did not want to hear that good news that Jesus Christ had. And so they falsely accused Stephen. And he was taken to the council to give an answer for these false charges. Those who were not happy with him dragged Stephen out of the city and stoned him to death. Before Stephen died, you can read it in Acts 6 and 7, and I've got a verse for you in a minute. He looked up to heaven. Can you imagine? People are stoning you. They're throwing rocks at you. Maybe they haven't thrown real rocks. Maybe they have. But maybe they've thrown word rocks, right? In the middle of those word rocks that aren't true or that are hurtful, Stephen looked up to heaven, and the Bible says he saw Jesus standing. Say standing standing at the right hand of God. Now, I thought this was such a powerful word because we see and we picture sometimes Jesus sitting at the right hand of the Father. But in Stephen's situation, Jesus stood up. 
He said, I see what's happening to my son down there. And he said, as Stephen stood, he knelt down with a loud voice and he said in Acts chapter 7, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he said this, he died. So imagine, in the midst of being killed, Stephen forgave those who stoned him to death. He did not hold a grudge against them because he knew that God's will was for him to forgive them. He could have cursed them. He had every right to, but he did not. He was actually concerned and prayed that God would not hold this against them. That's powerful. To pray for the one who's hurt you, who's thrown rocks at your life, and to say, God, forgive them. Now imagine these people throwing those rocks at Stephen. They didn't suddenly go, oh, we shouldn't have done that. I'm so sorry, Stephen. Here, let me take those rocks back. They never did that. They continued to throw rocks until he was not breathing a single breath. So forgiveness doesn't just happen because someone says, I'm sorry. Hmm? Forgiveness is something God gave to you and me. When he sent his son to die on that cross, even though we know that the Lord orders all our steps and he knows the beginning from the end, I also know that creator God knew there would be some who would not say, Jesus, I accept you. But he still sent Jesus to the cross. Jesus still went to that place of persecution. And Jesus said, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. But remember, in case you're saying like I did that day, I was really troubled. I'm not like Jesus sometimes. Stephen was a man, a human being. But the power of Jesus at work in his life enabled him to give that forgiveness. This, in Acts 6, 5, it says this. I've got two things I want you to pay attention to. This proposal pleased the whole group. This proposal before Stephen was being uh, stoned, when they were deciding who are going to be these people that are going to declare that Jesus is Lord. And they said, we're going to pick these different ones and we're going to give them assignments to do in the work of the ministry. So they were pleased. They saw Stephen and they chose Stephen, Acts 6 says, because he was a man full of faith. Say full. Full of faith. That means it was running over. That means anytime he emptied out, he filled back up, right? Because we do get empty and we fill back up. And he said he was full of the Holy Spirit. Wow. Maybe, just maybe, there's been some struggle and some tug of war because you have said, I believe in Jesus, but I'm not so sure about the Holy Spirit. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I would not be standing here today if I did not have the fullness of the Holy Spirit in my life that enables me to have the power and the strength to be a witness that the Bible talks about. They went on to choose other men for the same reason. And then in Acts chapter 7, verse 55, in the middle of this stoning, man, it was just one chapter. He got picked 
and then suddenly got dissed. <laughs> suddenly he's there like, we don't want you. All the religious rulers, all the people that had this religious mindset said, no, no, we don't want Stephen. You're blaspheming everything. Acts 7.55 says, but Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Today, it's a simple message. That right there was the message today, if you could only know. And I encourage you to ask these ones who have followed Jesus in water baptism today, later, what's your story? What's your testimony? I'll let them tell you the details. I can tell you mine. You can tell yours. But how do we do it? Because we're full of the Holy Spirit and we're longing for him. Stephen shows us, I'm your pastor and I want you to walk in victory. And I know that there are times that I see people who are not walking in a victory mindset. They're hurt and there's pain. And I am saying to you, I don't have one person's name in my mind. It's not like the Lord said it's that one and that one and that one. It's not like that. But I do know that the Lord very distinctly said to me, we have to teach what true forgiveness is. You know that forgiveness doesn't always mean reconciliation. I mean, in Stephen's situation, he didn't reconcile with those people. They killed him. But his life started for eternity on that day. And today I want to encourage you that forgiveness doesn't mean that someone said, I'm sorry. I wish I hadn't treated you this way. Forgiveness is actually a gift that Jesus gave to you and you can give it to yourself. Imagine that. It's this beautiful gift. And God is saying, just forgive. Just release that one. It doesn't mean that they're not going to be held accountable. Maybe, maybe not. But that's not the point. The point is the power of the Holy Spirit. I want you to picture your story. And I want you to picture Jesus standing right now. He said, oh, I see what's going on there. I know the pain. I know the things that have been stuffed down for too long. Don't be afraid. This is a place where grace abounds, where love abounds. And so thank you for that. Stephen shows us, remember this, that we are to forgive others and let God move. Galatians 3.26 says this, and I want the worship team to come. So in Christ Jesus, you are all children of God through faith. All of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. I think I heard it this morning. I want to put on more of Jesus. I just want to give everything of me to Jesus. Verse 28 says, There is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one. Say one. We're one. I want you to look at somebody and say, you're one with me. <laughs> Come on. You're one. You're one, guys. You're one. You're one. There's, we're all equal. We're equally valuable to God. Our stories are different. Our countries are different. Our culture that we were raised in is different. But we now have what? A Jesus culture. A culture of love and forgiveness. And I am telling you today, I know if you will lay that pain 
at this altar in just a moment, you are going to walk in a new freedom. You are going to see life in a way you never imagined before. We are all one in Christ Jesus. I want you to imagine this. What if we left offense at the feet of Jesus and picked up love? What if we leave the pain of the past and pick up the promises of the present? What if we cast our doubts and insecurities caused by the rocks of others? Yes. And we choose confidence and strength caused by God's love. What if we realized hurt can be healed? God wants to heal you. You don't have to walk with that pain for the rest of your life. Amen. Sorrow can be turned to a sacrifice of praise. Wounds can make us warriors fit for battle, ready to stand firm. And mourning can be replaced with dancing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to stand with me all over this place. I asked the worship team to sing this song. Oh, come to the altar, right? Praise the Lord. Thank you so much for listening to the service and to the Word of God. And this is a moment now when I am so thankful to have the opportunity to pray with you. And I want to encourage you that maybe you know Jesus, maybe you believe of Jesus, but right now you want to invite Jesus to be the Lord over every circumstance in your life. So I want to pray with you. Now I want you to say the prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, you say it, Dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now to come into my life, fill every part of my heart and my life with your love and with your power. From this day forward, for the rest of my life, I'm going to live for you, Jesus. Forgive me for the things I've done that were wrong and help me to believe and to walk with you every day of my life. Thank you, Jesus for making me completely convinced that you love me and you're with me. In Jesus' name, amen. I also want to pray with you for any circumstance. So you can email us, you can write us, you can let us know praise reports. But today, I also want to say to you, the Lord knows those things that are weighing heavy on your heart. And so I want to pray a prayer of blessing and protection over you for this week, healing for whatever thing might be troubling you. Lord, I pray right now for your miracle working power. You know the one who is watching on another continent, in another city, at home because they're not well. And God, right now, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that your healing virtue would flow into every circumstance that needs healing. God, that your provision, you are Jehovah Jireh. You will provide peace and finances and jobs and contracts right now. I pray that faith would come alive, that those things that this week have tried to discourage, Lord, I ask you that you would lift up the heart today. You would encourage the heart and let this one know that I am with you, says the Lord. I am working on the circumstance even behind the scenes. Trust me, says the Lord. Wait on me and see the miracle working power I will do for your life and for your family. Lord, we thank you. We trust you and we declare the victory in Jesus mighty name. Amen. 
I praise God for what he's doing among us. We're getting ready for summer kids camp and spring kids festival. I want to thank you for your online giving. I want to uh, thank you for investing in the work of the kingdom. I ask you if you enjoy the service. Share these videos with someone else. We are making a great impact around the world, and we're getting testimonies every week of life change that is happening. So I bless you in the name of Jesus. I pray you have a fantastic week. It's spring. It's time to celebrate.